0: To become a member of J Air, love that you're listening, but join up and encourage your friends to join too. It's only $54 a year and it helps us keep the station on the air. You can join on our website www.j
1: air.com.au. You are listening to J Air, 88 FM.
2: You are tuned into the Habo Radio Station, everyone
3: loves. Air 88 FM
2: on air 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and online at j-air.com.au.
3: Hurrah! <laughs> Clap hands, yes, we've done it. We have stuttered and stumbled and teetered our way almost toward the precipice. But here we are, we have arrived. All of humanity mankind, hurrah! Bravo! At 2024. Hooray! Hooray! This is Warren Wills coming to you. At the moment in Melbourne. Uh, this will be going out on January the 7th, the day after Tres Reyes, Three Kings, the big Christmas day in Spain, Epiphany, and a few other, uh, well, very memorable and high, honourable uh, landmark dates for those who celebrate Christmas in another time. Uh, 2024, Warren Wools, 88 FM, uh, J Air. This is, of course, the new, new world. My God, 2024, we've made it. I'm so excited, as you can tell. 2024, here we are, big call out again, Gillingham in Kent, the man himself, J.B. Jordan Brown, doing the heavy lifting over there, thank you so much, this is actually going out on the 5th. No, it's going out on the 7th, but I'm recording this, pre-recording this, the day that Oscar Pistorius, remember him, the Blade Runner, uh, he um he thought it was a burglar, didn't realise, of course, that his uh, wife wasn't anywhere, couldn't see her anywhere, but he shot many times through the toilet door. He got out today, um, I was thinking about The Sugar Man, Rodriguez, and the beautiful film, and of course, uh, he passed away last year, along with what I call affectionately, The Three B's. Tony Bennett, Burt Bacharach, and Harry Belafonte. A huge call-out to our our new show opened in Melbourne this week, Circus 1903. Congratulations to exec producer Mr Tim Lawson on a superb, sublime, wonderful show. People, if you are looking to see something, go to the Art Centre, Circus 1903, take the kids. Now, can you believe it? New Year, same day different, no, different day, same, I can't say that word, same stuff, yeah. Well, COVID uptick. yes, and how do I know about all this? Well, apart from the fact it's been covered everywhere extensively, I can't even get through to my father, who is in an aged care facility way up north, the whole facility is shut down with COVID. Really? After all this time, no one's on reception, you can't get through to it. Does that mean all staff, um, don't work there or they're afflicted by it. Who knows? And the residents, who knows? How, but How ridiculous. New Year's Eve came and went. Um, much to celebrate, much to commiserate, I guess. Same sort of stuff goes on. The cricket goes on. Australia-Pakistan series has actually, well, some say it may appear one-sided, but, yes, I'm glad there is still a stimulating healthy interest for the longer form of the game. It hasn't all become quick fix, despite the fact that it is all going AI, artificial intelligence has been pointed out to me many times before, and, indeed, I see that a young boy finally beat Tetris after 20 years. Uh, but, no, the long, patient, grinding, gritty form of the game still goes on. Spurs still underachieve quite naturally. Still playing Ange ball as the Premiership goes on in England. The Australian Open tennis will begin quite soon. And I'm happy to be involved um, with the team from Blind Sports and Arts. With regard to Blind Tennis competition, the Origins, which are in Japan, more about which later, as we're getting together something quite interesting for later of the year to do with Cherry Blossom Time, which will be happening in Melbourne, in Tokyo and in Washington. So watch this space. Huge call out to Marat for all his festivals, including Borte, which we did. And of course, the Tyler, Stalwart for Peace, the prodigious talent and writer, but all-round humanist, that is John Farmson over in London. Call out to Adrian Silas and to the wonderful Chinese flautist, uh, the mistress herself. More about which later a recording is coming together as we get an album together. Miss Stephanie Chen, huge call out. You'll be hearing much more about that. Here in Australia, yes, despite the fact there is an uptick in COVID, major breakthrough, Diabetes 1 found almost a cure. And <clears throat> I report all this from Melbourne, where, which is quite progressive. In as we have medicinal cannabis, which I know, as a friend of mine, is starting the protocol um, <clears throat> at the moment, under the tongue, or rectally, as they say. Um, and euthanasia, of course, is um, <clears throat> here in the state of Victoria. Unfortunately, I set this against a backdrop of, uh, for the first time in my life, I used the regional train service here in Melbourne to go up to Rutherglen, where I did a concert midweek, thinking how lovely an air-conditioned how beautiful air-conditioned carriage my own table a buffet car no I went on a replacement bus because they couldn't get the train together three go a day can you believe this three go out a day and coming back they lost three carriages never again a big year for the common people voters UK India, the world's largest democracy, and November, USA, election time this year. Um, Yes, we're certainly aiming to do the Middle East Peace Initiative concerts in London and the Middle East this year. A new choir event starting the One World Choir, which is uh, produced by Tanya Diao. <clears throat> Yours truly will be taking the choir every Thursday night at Saint Vincent's Hospital. More about this later. Times address. We'd like to see you all down there. We will be pushing, of course, Ho Feng Shan in Shanghai this year. And for those who haven't seen it, what a wonderful, uplifting story. One life, the story of Nicholas Winton the man who led the most extraordinary crusade because doing nothing was not an option. And, of course, 670-odd children he went and saved in his transport from Czechoslovakia. Andrew Hopkins plays a, such a moving lead role in this particular film, One Life. Check it out. We hope it is a year of kindness and positivity. During the breaks in the, between these links, there'll be some original compositions by yours truly. Please enjoy. And J.B. Jordan Brown, the man of boundless, endless talents, will be presenting an original composition. Watch out for that later in the show. Let's have a fantastic time together today and for the whole of 24. It is great to have the pleasure of your company. This is Warren Wills for 88 FMJ Air, the London Beat. Huge warm welcome back to all of our listeners for this week's edition of the London Beat and this year's 2024 edition of the London Beat. How great to have the pleasure of your company, 88FM, Jay Air Warren Wills. Yes, now, what could possibly go wrong in 2024? Well, hmm dare I say it, ironically. Uh, well, first of all, I've got a question to ask, and it's about the disappearance of the Commonwealth Games and the disappearance of Victoria Premier, Daniel Andrews, and people who've been working and paid to work on projects, and they go on to the completion of these projects, whereas other people, obviously, in communications and marketing, don't, and they get compensation, and who pays, and where's the transparency, and why does nobody know what's going on, and who picks up the tab, And who picks up the Commonwealth Games? Well, I only say this because I know that we've got the Olympic Games on in Paris during the summer, uh, which must cost a fortune, but I just found it very strange, the Commonwealth Games, which involves, God knows how many countries, and it's just disappeared. Without a trace. Now, old friends, go and see if you're in London. It, It ends very, very soon. It's fantastic. Now, the cast Jason Pennycook, Jeremy Seacom, the fantastic Bernadette Peters. But the star of the show, of course, is Stephen Sondheim and his music, which is incredible. Old Friends. Go and check it out. One of the great friends of the show, humanist and incredible talent is in it and is sensational, is Janie e. D. And the next link that you'll be hearing after the next piece of music is an interview, that I did Uh, about three months ago when I was in London with the fabulous Jane E.D. So check that out. Then the interview you'll hear after that is when the mousetrap was here in Australia uh, about three or four years ago, before lockdown, I think or about the same time that lockdown was lifted with Denise Sylvie, a different one, yeah? So check that out. What's happening this year? Well, Beef Wellington is off the menu. Uh, Too many mushrooms, too many poisons, mushrooms. I think she's getting tried this year, is she not? The woman who wiped out her entire coterie of luncheon guests. Uh, Not the kids. They don't like Beef Wellington. And, of course, nobody's out on the street saying anything about the fact (coughs) that Russia is locking up anyone who is involved with LGBTQT, which I imagine is a large number of people, uh, who have to go underground because they're seen as extremists, but no one seems to be complaining. And, of course, no one seems to be complaining about the fact that the magnificent Emperor Penguins, oh, yes, live in Antarctica and will soon be extinct. Will they? Yes, they will. Why? Well... They normally nest in certain places, and the ice has not repacked and refrozen, so their nesting sites have disappeared, and it's not just David Attenborough who's upset. We're all upset, and we will all pay the price. It will be consequential, as they say. Yes, what a diverse, eclectic bunch of people. You might love them or hate them. From Henry Kissinger to Recco Walsh to Barry Humphreys to Topol... All us last year, but I would say the artistic cultural high point, or certainly one of them for myself, was having the great pleasure to work with Indonesian Sumatran songbird Vani of two million followers, half a billion hits, and has since gone exponentially much more popular um, through her um, southern fame in China. As a religious orthodox Muslim woman, but a lovely, lovely girl with a huge heart and a great voice. Huge commendations to both her and, indeed, to Indonesia and the Indonesian government. Indeed, much is going on. Now, the first piece that we heard today uh, was an original composition by yours truly really called Al-Munyeca, uh, which I think in Spanish means the neck. And <clears throat> it's a place near Malaga, uh, as you head toward Valencia, where a dear friend of mine, Esteban Antonio, lived. And we did many duets there. Sadly, he passed away not so long ago. But very much the first piece was a dedication to him, as is the next piece, which is a prelude. Sit back and enjoy it. Uh, This is a prelude, which is a dedication for Esteban Antonio, extraordinary flamenco guitarist. This is Warren Wills, 88 FM, JS Sunday morning. We're in 24, we're in 24. Sit back and enjoy. This is prelude for Esteban. You are, of course, listening to the London Beat. Thank you. Welcome back to all of our listeners for this week's edition of the London Beat coming to you from the pulsating centre of the West End, Piccadilly, and sitting opposite me, just a joyful actress-singer wearing the most, you can't see it on radio, wearing the most divine hat. Welcome to the show, (laughs) Janie D. Janie, how good to see you? Oh, Warren, it's so lovely to be with you. Janie, I must say, first of all, congratulations, bravo. Um, As a love letter to Stephen Sondheim, the late Stephen Sondheim, we've just, as in the audience, enjoyed the most wonderfully uplifting, joyful, and do we need it, Uh, last Mm. two and a half hours. What's it like for you up there on stage doing it?
0: It is absolutely wonderful to be up there, too. We've we've rehearsed for uh, a good four or five weeks, and some of us knew some of our material before we started, and and there was new material to learn, but it's it's always been a joy to be with each other. Um, I'm glad to say, despite everyone's different careers, there's no egos in the room, and uh, it's been a great, uh, great chance to, if you like... um, learn again and uh, work as a team you know I think all of us got used to being sort of in our own dressing rooms and doing Gosh. our own show our own part whatever and now we have to work as an ensemble throughout as well as our solos but you know it's, it's a really uh, a very bonding experience
3: for those of us who know the um, the material very well and know the context of the shows that it's in, listening to it rearranged for that ensemble of voices, how great to actually be working with new arrangements in what is a, uh, I don't know what the, how I'm going to say, a, a listening, a plethora, I think it's a celebration of voices is mm. probably the collective name. What's it like for you up there doing that?
0: Well, Stephen Metcalf did those uh, right. arrangements and... Uh, was constantly coming in and beavering away and listening to us and then going away again and I saw him studying us and uh, I must say it is lovely to sing his harmonies and uh, beautiful they are especially Sunday I mean it just as soon as it actually, I love that song anyway as soon right. as it starts it transports me into a completely different zone It's amazing what music can do, isn't it? I
3: was going to say, even with no sort of um, preparation, just diving straight into, I suppose, 15 minutes of Sweeney, for example, you were there. You kind of got a microcosm, a taste, the joy of what's sometimes about for each of the productions. Yeah,
0: yeah, I I love that. I love... I have a little story going on in that. And uh, it's nice to approach each thing as if you were doing the actual, Mm. that you take it seriously and you play the part. You know, um, and it feels very rewarding actually to do the material. I love Stephen Sondheim. I think he's he just has the ability to choose the right note for the feeling, for the word, for the feeling on the word, and it's. Never in any doubt, you know, when I was doing Follies years ago and I said, can I just see the original, what he wrote originally? Where is there a pause there or is, does he go straight on? And, of course, when you looked at it again, lots of people have done these things over mm-hmm. the years and you, you hear it that way and you think it's that way. But actually, going back to the original, it was a really nice, clean start to look at what he originally wrote.
3: It's fantastic. Now, for our Australian friends, who are many who are over here at the moment, How long is it on for? How long are you with the production? And looking into your crystal ball, what lies ahead? Yeah,
0: so um, we are definitely on until early January. Then Bernadette Peters, I believe, has to go back to America. I think they are going to replace her with somebody else, but we don't know for sure yet. So, you know, it's something will probably be, it'll be announced at some point. Um, I think at that point, if somebody does come in and we can keep going, I will be certainly staying till February and possibly March. I I have an out because there's something I might have to do. Right. Um, and then, you know, if, if they said to me, do you want to go to Australia? I might be tempted. Jane, you haven't been to Australia? Not yet. And my we, uncle, Alex Miller, is, uh, you know, I must come over and see him.
3: Your uncle is a very great friend of a great friend of mine. Really? Ray Gator, the writer, a ah, philosopher. Ah, yes. Uh, who's very unwell at the moment. Oh, dear. Like uh, half the world since lockdown. And oh dear. Yeah. But um, all I can say, bravo and what a joy. Have a fabulous show tonight. <laughs> and for all of our listeners, whether you're a sometime aficionado, or you're a Sondheim novice, come to London and come and check out Janie and her fantastic ensemble together. It is a great, it's an ensemble. There, As you rightly say, egos and all the rest of it, it's an ensemble piece, and it's a joy, a, a massive live vocal love letter to Stephen Sondheim. Uh-huh. Janie, have a fantastic running to the end of the year. Thank you for putting it so beautifully. We're going to pause and listen to some music. You are, of course, listening to this week's edition of The Beat. Welcome back to all of our listeners for this week's London Beat. And we have a certain very special guest whom I haven't seen for so long who is over there in the rather freezing tundra of London. Welcome to the show, General Manager of St. Martin's Theatre, a longtime friend and great entrepreneur herself, Miss Denise Silvis. Denise, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you.
1: It's a great pleasure to be here. Denise, London.
3: apart from freezing your socks off, you've been working with the mousetrap for years. How did you get involved with it at the start?
1: Um, I have. I'm the artistic director, actually. Right. (laughs) um, I was in it originally in 1994, then again in 2001 and then I got asked to take over as artistic director in 2009 so I've been doing it
3: ever since and I love it. Amazing and just so I know how many productions has it been and how long has it been running for? Uh,
1: Well we had our 70th anniversary on November the 25th 2022 so, a very long time.
3: Congratulations and bravo. Now, tell me, was there not all kinds of um misgivings and trepidation during the lockdown that, oh my God, this might be it?
1: No, God, no, no. We were very resilient. We were the first ones out of the trap. So, when we, we put a show on, on May the 17th, 2021, 20, 20, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we... We started and we had two casts just in case COVID hit. Right. And so they automated them a week on and a week off. And we did that for eight weeks. And wow. we then had a full back of other as well. And um, it was an exhausting feat, but we did it. And, um, yeah, I think it, it worked. And it's certainly for audiences
3: in. Well, oh, congratulations again. Now, for our Australian audience, now I'm not aware of any other mousetrap trap production prior um, coming to our fair shores, particularly Melbourne but I do know that you're involved with international production so where has The Mousetrap been once it's left St Martin's Theatre? Um, well I've taken it myself to Shanghai
1: twice, we did it in English and then I got seconded to to over there to direct it in Mandarin which was a bit odd but it was... <laughs> um, and then um, I took it to the Far East so we went to Bangkok, Singapore and Kuala Lumpur um, and we've been on a tour of India twice and we're hoping to go for the third time this year
3: That is fantastic Wow, the Chinese thing sounds uh, scary in the utmost Now, what, what, what can Australian audiences expect? Is it going to be the exact production that is on in London, in the West End?
1: I think it's slightly different It's directed by someone else but it'll be very similar, I would have thought which is um, great, I wish I could see it um, I think they're the going to love it because it's got a lot of, it's got comedy, it's got, it's heartwarming, it's a thriller, as I think Christie always is, and the, the storyline is good, um, and hopefully they won't guess you've done it, which is always very
3: good. Indeed. Now listen, knowing that you are a woman who wears many hats and is quite an entrepreneur as well, looking into your crystal ball, what is, what is on the horizon for Denise Sylvie during 2023? Or with, everything. with everything. Any, any other artistic endeavours you uh, want to share with our listeners?
1: Yes, I do. I'm opening um, I'm opening the tour of The Mousetrap today in Norwich. Um, I was up on drive there. But then on Thursday, um, I'm opening um, a tour of a production called Woodhouse in Wonderland, which is a premiere of the new play about P.G. Woodhouse, um, which I'm very excited about. I've been working on since before COVID. So that's going out on the road, and I saw a run of it on Saturday, and it's very exciting, and it's a one-man show starring Robert Dawes, who was a star of the Jeeves and Worcester TV series with Hugh Laurie and Steve Fry. I don't know whether that hit
3: Australia ever, but no, but certainly both both Steve Fry and and um, Steve Fry and Hugh Laurie, in very different guises, are certainly well known to the Australian audience. Well, Denise, all I can say is stay warm, and congratulations with the uh, huge ongoing success of The Mousetrap. Um, I hope that our certain our listeners will rush off to the Comedy Theatre in Melbourne and go and see The Mousetrap. Thank you so much for joining us today. We've got to pause for some music. Huge thank you goes out to London to Denise Sylvie. Stay warm. And you've been listening to this week's edition of The London Beat. and a huge warm welcome back to all of our listeners for this week's edition of The London Beat. And uh, I'm sure you will appreciate this if you are an IT dummy like me. They talk about the fear of AI, and I minded when I was in London only three months ago how my daughter revels in using uh, AI. She used to have a committee of people that she would work with in writing titles uh, that uh, she prolifically does, uh, kids' titles from big franchises like uh, Peppa Pig and Bluey. But the idea that you can speak to AI and say, um, hello, I'd like an illustration of a... A large, um, a large Englishman in a bowler hat standing in Trafalgar Square with an umbrella on a rather cloudy day with four school children playing behind him. Bang, it's done. You go, no, I want six children. I want them to be playing with kites. And rather than being an Englishman, I'd like him to be a Chinaman. And it's done. Um, I find that all rather scary. But that seems to be where, in fact, we are heading. The last two. Musical items that we just heard uh, during the course of this broadcast, an original composition by us truly called Tipping Point, and the are Shoshan, which is Hebrew, and it's the Rose of Chatzor, which is a place and a geographical location in the Holy Land. Um, it seems like only last year we had the coronation of King Charles, and took a bit of getting used to, didn't it, I suppose, to the Queen. Prince Charles, King Charles, we all got very, very quickly. Uh, just like Spare, we've got used to um, me again, Markle, and her Spare, both being such. Cravenly appalling opportunists um, peddling and throwing the family under uh, the bus and are uh, seeking um, publicity wherever they possibly can. Um, it's uh, boring and tedious, and so let's hope they both stay out of the limelight, because they do value their privacy, apparently. So go and enjoy your privacy and anonymity, <clears throat> says me. Um, no more Evgeny Preacher this year, of course. Do you remember there was a funny going around, or a meme as they call it, and a very crestfallen, very solemn-looking Putin sitting at a long table. And he says to his press secretary, taking notes next to him, he says, I'm so sad, I'm so just so heartbroken <clears throat> about the death of my dear friend, Evgeny Prigozhin. And his press secretary looks at him and he says, no, Mr Putin, that's tomorrow. Yes. <clears throat> does anyone remember Liz Truss? Remember her? No, I don't suppose anyone does. She was Prime Minister for about two and a half minutes. Um, the, we had the World Cup football in Australia. Huge success, um, overshadowed by a rather appalling kiss, and I'm not going to comment too much about that. But, on a bright note, our producer of the show, JB Jordan Brown, who is an astonishing, excruciatingly talented young man, this is an original composition that what he wrote and recorded and produced, because he does all very clever things like that. Sit back and enjoy an original composition by J.B. Jordan-Brown. You are, of course, listening to 88FM Warren Wills and the London Beat. (laughs) all good things must come to an end, and this week's edition of London Beat, of course, is no exception. And I'm uh, still um, sort of in disbelief that we've somehow staggered and stumbled our way into 2024, and here we are standing. It's all over my feet at the moment. Yes, now... Um Big thanks to JB, Jordan Brown, for that incredible composition that we just heard. The man is limitlessly talented, I think it's fair to say. Uh, And I hope to see him very, very soon when uh, back in London in April uh, for a slightly longer haul. Isn't it funny how David Cameron, that slippery, slithery character, that smarmy, charming ex-Prime Minister, who, um, yes, was so bold in uh, suggesting... um, Brexit and EU and the referendum and uh, yes, we saw that gone, and uh, off he went and he's been brought back. There he is. He's the star of the ball. Uh, five years in the wilderness writing the memoirs that will no doubt net him a fortune and uh, he's back. Now, what I don't oh, listen, I need to raise something here. It's this thing about subtle change, but of significant things where no one has a say in it and there's no public announcement to formally make it known that the change is happening but it happens in a subtle way and before you know it we all have to accept it whether we like it or not what am I referring to well things like you know our people's grandparents in this country fought and died for a um, style of government and politics and justice and a legal system that uh, that we had that we thought uh, gave us certain values and freedoms, like trial by jury, which has disappeared by stealth since the lockdown, and uh, whether it's VCAT or the High Court, many, many trials are being done in front of a judge or a magistrate, and there's no trial by jury anymore and uh, it's not a secret it's not subterfuge, you can look into it and find out, and lawyers are happy to tell you that but it hasn't been like, oh, there's a formal announcement. Then on that, uh, the prime minister comes out that on March the 17th this year, just informing you that trial by jury has been scrapped, or a little bit like um, a cashless society. Uh, yes, all currency will be useless. Uh, from June the 3rd this year, we are becoming an entirely cashless society. I don't like the idea because it's too easy to punish people and just uh, exclude them from society. Well, you've got cash. You know you've got it. It has a value. And you go to sleep, you wake up, and there it is, and you have it. Yes, you have certain assets and values online, banking, and on your credit card. But woe uh, behold you if indeed... You wake up all morning and you cannot get in. And you go to the um, ATM and you can't access it. There's no human beings to speak to. What are you going to do then, huh? Indeed. A huge call-out and thank you to Janie D. Tremendous talent and actress and human being uh, in Old Friends. <clears throat> the some show in the West End moment, fantastic. And Denise Sylvie, who is, um, yes, looking after a little show uh, called The Mousetrap, just been running for 75 years. Yes, we say a fond farewell and goodbye. Things have changed. <clears throat> we get used to continuity and stability, and here in Melbourne, Peter Hitchener was the anchor. For Channel 9 users, Neil Mitchell was on 3 aw and they've gone. I want to call out something to the innings of the century. Glenn Maxwell last year against Afghanistan... That was the innings that you you can't believe. For, what was it, 7 for 91 or something, and they needed another 200, and in a partnership of 200, Pat Cummins made five, and, and Maxwell couldn't walk, and he was on one leg and every show. I mean, it was unbelievable. I'm absolutely mind Yeah, Tina Turner, simply the best she's gone. Yes. Tim Berners-Lee, the man who invented Wi-Fi. Yes, the internet. Um, didn't want any money for it. It was his gift to mankind. Can you believe that? What would he say about all the missing Information, social media, all the nonsense that is going on at the moment on his little device that has changed the world. David Attenborough, is the man eternal and immortal? Are we going to get the um, awful news like we did with the Queen, who we just assumed would go on living forever and ever? The man is still working. He's what, 96 this year? Unbelievable. The Oscars will soon be upon us, and yes, Barbie and Oppenheimer, they say, will go head to head. I'm far more interested, though. There's been some, um, whether it's, um, the Leonard Bernstein film, or One Life about Nicholas Winton, or the Golden My Ear film with um, Helen Mirren, or Napoleon, uh, which I haven't seen. I haven't seen the Golden My but it's some interesting uh, biopics. Whatever happened to Imran Khan? He's in prison. The most popular, most beloved man in Pakistan. 70% of the popular vote has gone. You'll never hear from him again. The Beatles had a number one last year. Will they have any more number ones? Probably because of AI. And that in itself is something. We're going to close the show out with a a composition which is not original, but yours truly has done an arrangement of it. It's My God, My God. And this is for all denominations. Ellie, Ellie. See you next week. This is 88 FM JR. You are, of course, listening to Warren Wills and this week's edition of the London Beat. You knew that
4: we were friends. so hard My heart may never heal But you could never feel The kind of love I own So you were just alone But it was just another night For once it felt so right For once you kissed me well But your lips they burned like hell And it felt like you could tell The night you broke my heart and so whole (laughs)
5: נמשיך ונח אכלו. على level leave not merga od raga shon davalo bab khinam besed. La us see כזה שחיים בשבילו Jair 88
2: fm jair is committed to diversity and inclusiveness for the jewish and broader community j-air.com.au step into a world of authentic greek flavors at the mediterranean greek tavern a family business based in elstonwick for over 22 years enjoy freshly grilled souvlaki seafood or a traditional greek banquet The welcoming atmosphere and family-friendly environment will make you feel right at home, as if you're part of the family. Phone 9530-0396 to make a booking or to inquire about a function. The Mediterranean Greek Tavern, 511 Glen Huntley Road, Elstonwick.